Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. As you step outside, get ready for the coldest temperatures in more than a year. You can see most temperatures in the teens right now and up in the mountains. Temperatures barely above zero. This is the first big test for Duke Energy since a cold blast in 2022 where millions went without power. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us now. Richard, the power company says they're ready, though. Yeah, that's right, Sarah. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. Yeah, the key is trying to keep that power on. Duke Energy says it's doing everything it can to meet demand today. That includes potentially working with neighboring utilities to purchase more power than needed. But a lot of folks on edge following the last cold spike in our area. Now, you might remember during Christmas of 2022 when rolling blackouts put millions in the dark during the holiday season. But Duke Energy says they have been changes since then, which include updating forecasting models that allow the power company to better estimate demand. Industry insiders say that there's still more advancements that are needed. It's going to take some time for the utility industry to be able to invest in new power plants to help make this go. And really, we need public policy to allow us to do that in a way where it doesn't take years and years and years to get permits to build new infrastructure, because that's what it's going to take is more electric generating capacity, more electric transmission lines, more gas pipelines. Now, even though Duke says improvements are still in place, rolling blackouts are still a possibility. Officials say the best way you can be prepared is by having an emergency ready to go kit, which includes things like batteries for your, your phones and, and chargers, extra blankets, other supplies like that, perishables, just in case. We hope you don't have to use them. On the coldest day of the year so far, this is Richard Devane reporting. Send it back to you. Turning to more today's top stories. In your morning rush, developing this morning, one person is dead, another hurt in a shooting in East Charlotte. We've learned the victim injured was a Garinger High School student. Teenagers, once again, a victim of crime here in the Queen City. Still no word on a suspect. The shooting is under investigation. Happening today, Jericho Neal will give his testimony in the case of a sexual assault at Mooresville High School. 22-year-old Neal is charged with sexually assaulting a 14-year-old classmate when he was just 16 years old. Alec Murdoch will learn if he gets a new trial at his next hearing on January 29th. The convicted murderer was back in a South Carolina courtroom Tuesday as his legal team pushed for a new trial. They say Rebecca Hill, the Colleton County Clerk of Court, tampered with the jury. Murdoch is serving two life sentences for the murder of his wife and son. Tiga K will finally tackle its overpopulation of deer. The calling will take place on golf course property during the weeks of January 22nd and February 5th. City Council voted to call 80 deer utilizing the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service back in December. The golf course and surrounding paths will be closed to the public from dusk until dawn those weeks. Happening today, the Charlotte Regional Transportation Planning Organization will go over its recommended projects. Project Oversight Committee reviewed the proposed projects into this recommended list. Final funding is expected to be approved next month. And that is it for your morning rush. To the day's checklist, here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, we're getting more details this morning about a sexual assault that happened in East Charlotte. We now know police are looking for a suspect after a woman was sexually assaulted by a man who forced his way into her home. The suspect demanded money before assaulting her. If you have any information about who the suspect may be, please call police. Number two, happening on Friday, 
A memorial is being held on the anniversary of the death of former Charlotte FC defender Anton Walks. Walks was killed in a boating accident in Florida while the team was training there for preseason last year. The memorial will be on Freedom Drive from noon to 5 p.m. And number three, JetBlue and Spirit's merger plans will not move forward for now. A federal judge blocked JetBlue's purchase of Spirit. North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein played a major role in blocking that merger. He says travel is already expensive. A deal like that would drive up prices for customers who need low-priced fares. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news, make sense. Lots of folks trying to start the new year with some good new habits, but how long does it take to actually make those habits stick? Forming habits involves a chemical process. Let's connect the dots. Habits, both good and bad, are essentially formed the same way through repetition and reward. One of the reasons good habits like eating healthy or working out are harder to develop is because that reward is delayed. Whereas you pretty much get instant gratification when you watch TV on the couch or you eat junk food. Therapists say in order to form a habit, it all starts with you. Psychologists generally say forming a habit takes 66 days on average. As for how consistent you must be, you can take breaks every now and then, but researchers found the longer you stick with your habit, the more motivation you have to keep it going long-term. And that is Connecting the Dots. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. The Orangeburg coroner has identified remains as a woman missing since last year. 49-year-old Melissa Aguilar was last seen by her family back in August. Her body was found in the woods. Investigators are working to find her cause of death. Alamance Burlington school system is dealing with mold problems again. Mold was found in four classrooms at an elementary school. Officials hope to have the mold cleared by next week. This comes after the district found mold at nearly 30 schools at the beginning of the school year. South Carolina Congressman Jim Clyburn announcing new funding for Voorhees University. Almost $2 million will be aimed at helping students transition from high school to college. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Well, it is finally feeling like winter and some spots even saw up to a foot of snow in the mountains on Monday. So before we see our next round of winter weather, let's learn about all the types of winter weather Mother Nature could throw at us this winter. Winter weather can be tranquil, a picturesque landscape, but it can also look like this. Here are all the different types of winter weather in our latest Weather IQ. Falling snow has several names. Snow flurries means that just a little snow is falling over a short period of time. A light dusting is the most you'll see. Snow showers can vary in intensity. They are heavier than flurries, but also don't last long. Snow accumulations can range from a coating up to a couple of inches. The heaviest snow bands are called snow squalls. Snow squalls are brief but intense snow showers that accompany gustier winds. Snow accumulations can be significant. These are most common around the Great Lakes during lake effect storms. The term snowstorm brings a combination of snow showers and snow squalls over a longer period of time. Strong winds can blow snow, cause snow drifts, reduce visibilities, and make driving treacherous. A blizzard has a specific criteria though. It must last three hours or longer, have sustained winds or frequent gusts to 35 miles per hour or greater, and considerable falling or blowing snow needs to reduce visibilities to less than a quarter of a mile. But winter isn't all about snow. When snow falls through layers of air that are above freezing, three different things can happen. 
one grapple, which is known as soft hail, two sleet, which are ice pellets, and three freezing rain that can cover everything in ice. When freezing rain lasts for several hours, it becomes an ice storm. An ice storm warning means over a quarter inch of ice is possible, where a half inch or more of ice can snap power lines, leading to widespread power outages. An ice storm is the most dangerous winter weather to drive in, and it even makes walking treacherous. And there you have it. You're all now a little bit more winter-wise. I'm meteorologist Chris Mulcahy with WCNC Charlotte. I'd rather have snow any day than ice oh, because oh, yeah. absolutely crippling. You probably and, had yeah. it before. And don't get me started on grapple. Oh, yeah. I tell you what. <laughs> Not uh, a grapple. Uh, you could talk Gosh. all day about grapple. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Our favorite the worst. word of the day. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.